Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why am I not popular? I'm acting like Hannah Montana. This might be queer coded. Zac Efron to me doesn't exist. Oh, his pants are so tight. He's gay. What if he is? 8, 7 Central, only on Disney Channel. Right. Had to tune like, in. Created us. created us. Upon his just begun. We were raised to be like, lose your fucking mind over them or lose you don't it. care. If you don't live and breathe this person, you don't give a shit about them. And you're lying. <laughs> Kelly it up like a tractor. Hit a fact, you're a slacker. Slack like a slacker. Call up Mr. Brady. Tell him he's the guy who's the guy who sings baby. Ladies, come and try and save me. Lately, I'm hearing things that sound crazy. Like, da ba da ba da. That was Justin Bieber speaking in tongues. <laughs> Good God. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Fangirl Central. I. I'm Amber. I'm Amanda. We are sisters. And we are talking about how being a fangirl is central to our identity. For this episode, we are going to talk about Disney Channel. We were fangirls of Disney. A Disney Disney Channel movie. That was us our entire childhood. Like before, we we were obviously always obsessed with stuff. Like we would watch Barbie movies over and over. We would watch animated disney movies over and over but then as soon as playhouse disney like i remember the days that we playhouse disney turned into disney channel well yeah because it was like playhouse disney was clearly like when we weren't in school we were watching we were watching morning things right we were children we were babies i even remember like being at grandma's house before like when we hadn't even started school and we were still like turning the tv off after playhouse disney went off in the afternoon yeah and then i remember the first day we stayed and watched lizzie mcguire oh like my we were like god. why don't we just watch this oh my god because i remember that too i remember we would literally like turn it off around like 12 yeah and be like well and they'd be like disney channel next up it would the, the voice would, would change the voice would change it wasn't the she voice. was like it wasn't hey, the playhouse disney playhouse disney and the then it's like come. we're gonna go up next lizzie mcguire and even mind. stevens oh my god and we decided and we collectively to be like, um, let's just check it out. I remember my mother will will say this. She used to be like, Amber, do not come and get me until you see the clock say 
six. And she like pointed to me. She said, you see, you know what a six looks like, right? Don't open if your eyes are open and you see and it has it doesn't have a six here yet. That's how kind of I learned the concept of morning because mother was like quit waking me up so early that is still too early for a child to be turning the television on and be watching roly-poly-oly and pb and j otter the lizzie mcguire movie came out in 2004 and we saw that in theaters and it was such a big deal to us but i've seen the lizzie mcguire movie millions of times and like can't really remember details from the show. Like the show was not really it for me. It was the movie because I feel different. It was this. all up. It was for me. It was all about music. The movie has music in it. Mm. I love the soundtrack. And then there's a huge finale mm-hmm. musical number. Mm-hmm. And it was on a big screen. And on a big screen. And the Cheetah Girls had just time. also come out. The Cheetah Girls came out in 2003. Yeah. And it was the. And so did that. So Raven. So we must have started watching Disney Channel. Literally, I'm not even kidding. Like a month before that. So Raven premiered because I remember the that. So Raven commercials. I remember the first episode. It was the zoo episode. Yeah. Do you don't like when I think of Liz McGuire, I think of the movie, obviously. But also I just re- like when I found out that I could buy Liz McGuire episodes on iTunes in like high school, I was like, oh, my God, I know exactly which ones I want. And I wanted like the model episode mm. and then the U-G-L-Y-U oh God. That episode. I also thought that they were cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want this. I used to just walk around with like a journal and scribble in it, not really saying anything in it just literal scribbles and just walk around with a little pin with a poof on the end because I wanted to be like them. Lizzie McGuire, the movie came out and then it ended. So we had That's So Raven. Sweet Life started in 2005. Sweet Life. That show is gold. Such that a... ensemble is gold. Everyone on that show is an actor. I just remember wanting to desperately to go to Los Angeles to go see a taping of Sweet Life and it never happened. But I was like, they're all they all shoot in Burbank. We have to make it to Burbank. Like you knew we must what go to Burbank. Yes. And we never go- went to Burbank. We went to Los Angeles for the first time in 2006. Yeah, we didn't go to there. go see our friend who was in this band that got put together and we watched her show and Ricky the main boy in motion was a, a judge. judge and so was Sarah, Sarah Paxton, Paxton the mermaid from Aquamarine we thought that we were so cool too we had our like Hannah Montana bo- sparkly boas and um and like our little flippy skirts as our grandma used to call them and I just need to say this because we had the cheat girls blew my mind but I was too young to be able to learn the dances I was too young to be able to like watch it as many times as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then High School Musical came out in January of 2006. Hannah Montana came out in March of 2006. And my entire life ch- changed. Yeah, it. I was like, no, this is what I'm addicted to now, period. I watched High School Musical and then I watched the sing-along and then I watched the dance-along. And by the time Monday came around, I was like, did y'all see High School Musical? I watched it four times. Everyone's like, Amanda, shut up. Wait, we're too old for that. And we were only in fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. They were like, you still watch Disney? Who still watches Disney? Like, but I, my, my curiosity is what were, what were they watching? Right. I'm like, there's no way were, y'all, y'all didn't watch watching? this. Because also now, even in today's world, everybody's like, yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, so when, 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 so then where was you when we was, was back be- in there? It's because there was the Disney Channel girls 
and then the girls that pretended they didn't like Disney Channel. And there right. were people that didn't like it genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like there are people that have different tastes, but there were so many people I think that wanted to like it, but they're not like other girls. I don't like the Jonas Brothers. I'm not like other girls. Shut up about Twilight. I'm not like other girls. Right. And I'm like, let me enjoy this. Right. Like, let me just be, why don't you hush up and let me enjoy my life? I, I just remember everybody was so mad at me being so happy about being married to Joe when I was 10. I was like, listen, <laughs> how is this harming you? Like, I'm obsessed with him because I think he's cute. What now? How 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 it can be? Now let's reverse. Let's go, no, because let's talk now about it how can it can be, be harmful. harmful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, For talk about us. It. Like, Hannah Montana came out. Mm-hmm. We are from Tennessee. We are from Memphis, Tennessee. Miley Cyrus is from. Franklin, Tennessee, which is right outside of Nashville. Miley Stewart in the show is, is from also from, she's from Crowley Corners, which is just Franklin. I don't know why they didn't just say Franklin. <laughs> um, and that they were, they were, they marketed her as this normal girl from Tennessee who had a secret superstar pop star life in Malibu. And I don't know if anybody has known anything about me from these podcast episodes, but that was exactly my shit. Yeah. It was exactly my shit. I said, she puts a wig on and she's a pop star, but she's a normal girl from Tennessee, but she's also a pop star and she can do whatever she wants. And she lives in Malibu. She lives in Malibu. so cool to tiny little Memphis. That is what I want to be. That is who I am. And I said, that's who I am. Right. I was like, I identify with her, even though she was a blonde slash brunette white girl. I said, I can be her. I can be her and I will be her. She also had the little curls. Miley Stewart had those perfect, like hot, Ringlets. hot ringler, hot, uh, hot, hot iron. Hot curlers. Iron. What's the thing called? Curling, Curling iron. iron. <laughs> curlers. Though they were like, they literally like didn't comb them out or anything. They just said, Whoop. they were ringlets. And they they and definitely go. they were definitely like this is too much to do for the fr- like we don't need to do this every episode no, this they, is too they much they definitely stopped after that but first like pilot run all that to say I really thought that I could be here and I had a rude awakening did. I did I, I did a, I, I ha- performed now listen because I know you had a rude awakening but I want to give you your flowers right now Amanda performed the nobody's perfect dance in like a very Hannah Montana esque outfit for her fifth grade talent show on that trip. And at our, like, okay, I don't know if y'all remember things like, what was it called? Uh, Transition day? No, Transition Day was when people went from fourth grade to fifth grade. But I performed it there too, for the fourth grade. Because they asked her to come back, y'all. Okay, let's talk about that. They asked her to perform it again. But I was talking about when you performed at Sweet and Sassy. Yeah, not not Libby Lou's. Sweet and Sassy. Did y'all have any of these? Shout out if you had any of these like, like really, little, really girly like they would host birthday parties and you you could turn you could bring your friends and turn into like glam pop stars with there's a lot of glitter and they would do your right. makeup and I'm sure it was like college imagine, students who worked there I bet but like, I bet imagine like, they were professional makeup artists it's like a Claire's with a stage and a dressing room and, and a pixie stick maker that you can customize the, with the pixie stick dust. It was like made for birthday parties and events, but also you could go and shop there. And they had this competition. They had a Hannah they Montana competition. Clothes, yeah. And that you could you could enter in and like perform. And you had to choose between Lies What You Make It, 
make some noise and nobody's perfect. I can't believe you remembered and make some noise because I didn't. Because some nobody did it because it was like the slow song. And yeah. I was like, whenever anyone did it, I was like, stop. Like, we don't want to see like a 10-year-old girl singing badly to make some noise. We but want to put on a show. They, you were lip syncing, I thought. I think people were singing. Some people do. Okay, well, I want to say when I listen to make some noise now, which I have only done like once in the past like two years, but the one time I did, I got chills. I love that song. And I started crying. I love, hey, hey. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Make, make some, some noise. Hey, hey, yeah. You like, scream, hey, Please, yeah. it's so, it's beautiful. And anyway, I entered this competition and I lost to a little blonde girl. Shock. And that was the beginning of a, uh, long string of me getting hit my ego getting hit by by losing to a little, little white blonde, blonde girl. girls oh my god because in sixth grade i was like desperately trying to be popular uh-huh. and i didn't understand why i wasn't i didn't understand why all the popular girls were blonde and all their moms went to my school all their sons went to the brother school and they all knew all the boys at the boys school next door and i was like and they all were members of the country club and i was like why am I not popular? I'm acting like Hannah Montana. And it was because they literally... So why am I not popular? It was... To answer the... <laughs> because qu- I'm black. To, right. To answer the hypothetical question, it's yes, because in short, Amanda's black. Um, <laughs> Just also, me. Amber's not. Amber, <laughs> we are black, but, but also... The, the the friend groups were kind of like grandfathered in. Like they had already Absolutely. known each other. Like all families had known each other. You have play dates like, with your babies and then they go to the same school. And then when kids who didn't come out the womb with moms being best friends are trying to make friends with these schools, there's already this type of hierarchy where it's like, what? Why would you, your, your mom, your, your moms make your friend set up your play dates for you. And so if, it's just easier for them to set up their playdates with the kids that they had at the same time rather than the random little black girl that just showed up. Because especially at the school that we went to, it's a hundred it's like over a hundred years. Like our mom was I think she was the first black teacher in their entire over a century history. And she then our, was and then our, our dad, dad came in the as second. a second. I used Disney Channel as an escape, but I also used it as my blueprint. Like I literally thought that if I acted like all the confident girls on Disney Channel. And if I said, life's what you make it, nobody's perfect. Who said I can't be president? Right. This is the life. Like, I'm a rock star. I thought that I could use that to combat the the, the hierarchy and the mm-hmm. society that I lived in. And the yeah. society that we lived in was old money, white, like, racism. Mm-hmm. And so I could not, I was trying to be... I was trying to beat the popular girls at their own game. Yes. By out blonde girling them kind of. Right. But it didn't work, but because, it didn't work because, honey. because it, I'm not Hannah Montana. That Yeah. Like it wasn't like, we really thought it was all about mindset. Like all, I mean, about, mindset. all about mindset. Because and now when I say this, this is what everybody I think of this metaphor. Remember when you guys had a digital camera and you would take the selfie and if you were in frame, the picture was great. Didn't matter what your face looked like. Didn't matter like how blurry it was. I mean, it didn't matter how blurry it was. But if you were in frame, this might just be me. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in frame, I was like, nailed it. This is cute. And it's going to go on Plaxo, which was like the young, <laughs> the young people Facebook. <laughs> when I was like in fifth grade. But like, I just was like, if, if, if I got all of my friends in the photo, I was like, mm-hmm cute we all look amazing yeah and this is fantastic this mm-hmm. is friendship no edits no retakes but i feel like 
it was all about mindset. Anyway, I went on a phone tangent with my metaphor. It was but all what was the metaphor? The metaphor was that if your mindset's right, if you yes, if you if you if, if you believe if you believe if in your heart you believe it was a good photo, then it was. And if I believe in my heart that I am Miley Cyrus slash Hannah Montana, or as cool as her, as I'm as cool as her, but even like as cool as her meant everything about being a white girl, save the literal color of my skin. Like I wanted my hair to be as silky as hers. I wanted my hair to be blonde. Mm. I wanted to like be as like thin, pretty feminine as Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. And what the thing is, the whole, the thing is that we come back to is like Miley Cyrus couldn't even live up to Hannah Montana. Right. She herself has talked about this. Could not live up to that girl she said or miley stewart anytime so i'm not pretty unless i have a blonde wig on a bunch of makeup and sparkly clothes and that's what they were teaching that little 12 year old girl and also i love her to death but now she's blonde like seriously head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was talking to somebody from my hometown the other day and we were talking about how she black or white white okay if the story is going to get into that but (laughs) she we both left we both don't live we live on opposite coasts and out of memphis but she was talking about how you know like senior year she just gave in to society she was like this is my last year and i'm just gonna like play the part and like fit in and hang out with all of the boys from the boys schools and da 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 and i was like and I, this was my response. I was like, I, that's what I was, that's what I was up to in eighth grade. That's what I was doing. I was doing that. Mm. And then by senior year, I was like, oh, I physically can't do that. Yeah. Like, right. We're not, we can't do, we can do a a version of that, but it's definitely not going to be the same thing. Right. I feel like that's, it was, it's like, it's like the farther you are from the ideal, the harder it is to to force it on yourself so and the and the closer you are to the ideal sometimes the easier it is Mm -hmm. and so the easier it is to get washed away into like you should be this is what this is the prototype of what a girl should be Mm -hmm. and it was like a thin white blonde girl Mm -hmm. from the south Mm -hmm. and i really was desperately trying to do that in middle school like Mm -hmm. in sixth grade was like the year and as soon as i felt like i was fitting a square hole into a round peg i was like Oh, it's not working. This is not working. In particular, senior year was a year. My senior year was. hmm, I am class of 2016. I don't know if y'all all all remember the election year of 2016. 
But that's what the I was dealing with, with my grade of like eight black people against the other 60 white girls. Mm -hmm. I, well, we had four brown girls. So we all do the math. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was a very white grade. But literally there was a whole debacle junior year that caused kind of a little bit of a race war in the group chat because we had a whole group me. And I think that that put me in the mindset for senior year to just be like, I was like, okay, I'm going to play the part and I'm going to get sentimental about leaving the school that I've been at for 15 years, but I'm going to know who I want to be around and who to keep my distance from for mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Like, like there were, there were girls where I was really like, I, I'm a laugh with you in like math class, but like, I know, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. You had an, uh, we both had an obsession with the Jonas Brothers in middle school. Like it, I feel like it went from high school musical, Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers because of Camp Rock mm -hmm. and because we saw the Jonas Brothers open for Miley at the Best of Both Worlds tour because fandom was always the constant mm -hmm. but how was it affecting your life like if we were using Disney Channel for confidence in middle school like how was I where did fandom? it go oh I guess okay. talk about it in middle school first okay yeah I guess I was using fandom for confidence in Actually, that's really something. That's something I was using in lower school because Hannah Montana was you, that was your entrance to lower to middle school, and I was still kind of really young. But what about the Jonas Brothers? And the Jonas Brothers was my entrance to middle school. That was fifth grade. So the Jonas Brothers, I feel like that was like this might be queer coded. I kind of because I I also think that I have a, like a a strong obsession with like celebrities because. Like, I was never really attracted to anyone around. Mm -hmm. And if I was, maybe it was a girl at school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, obviously, that's not something that's possible. Because right. we grew up in the South and it was in, at Church of Christ. And it was like, that's not possible. Bad, gay. Yeah. Bad. Or just even like, what? Like, that's not... That's not real. That's not a thing. It's not a real Like, I didn't even think... I, was, I wasn't even thinking, oh, I'm having bad thoughts. I was like, this is not a this is just pretend this I'm only, is not what's happening this isn't right just complete <laughs> denial and I so, had so many and I'm not going to say what they look like or what it is but right. I had so many crushes on girls that I am just now realizing like celebrities now. that I had crushes on yeah is and all I'll say I, I I'm thinking I have realized that there are so many girls that like maybe I was like I had a crush on didn't think that it was a crush. Thought I just wanted to really be friends. But um, any that, that's just to say, like, I think that I was so outwardly like, I am obsessed with this boy named Joe Jonas and we're going to get married. She would, you would literally sign. We My had an Amber honor. Jonas. But then people. What was the honor code? We had to sign. We had an honor on code. On so my we had to honor, sign. I pledge that I have not witnessed Participated, participated or received or any help on this, <laughs> this assignment test. or this test, and you had to sign it. You had to sign your name and my, and I have to say Amber Jonas. But I also like, but I just, this is another two party to this. People would also say, "Oh, his pants are so tight, he's gay," and I was like, mm -hmm. "What if he is?" <laughs> that don't mean his appearance changes. I still think he's cute. I used to be so confused on why that was like why I shouldn't be attracted to him. Me too. I was like, if the fact is that he's gay. He's already gay when he looks like that. 
And I've already signed off on that I like his appearance. Right, so what's like, your point? I don't understand the point. Like, what is your point? And also, like, stop. People would take glee in, like, insulting people that we had crushes on because we had the gall to say that we had crushes on them outwardly. Yeah. It's like anyone, if you're having fun, somebody has to bring you down. Like, you know that blah, 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 blah. You know Twilight's badly written. Hell yes, I do. I'm loving it. Am I not having a good time? Am I not having a good time. You're having a horrible time, and that's on you. That's not on my business. On your stank attitude. Stank. Stank ass. But anyways, that's why we here at Fangirl Central really support anything that you guys like. Even fandoms that we don't particularly partake in. Right, because... Be happy. It It just did really... It really did just... I... I whatever the, I just... I had to be part of it. I had to be... Disney Channel... Um, commercials and the remixes and the DC games and that voice and it's coming new on 8-7 Central only on Disney Channel yeah. I had to be there right. I had to tune like, in okay so middle school I was obsessed with Joe Jonas and I think that was like kind of me coming into my sexuality like honestly absolutely that's what I think I was it was Zac like, Efron for me I think I'm failing Fanny Flutters and it's about this boy here with the really pretty eyes oh my god Joe Jonas it was Zac Efron for me and I also love Joe on Jonas this. but Don't like on this. but when I was in fifth grade I was I was writing I was creating Zac Efron message boards like we have to move on from Joe and Zach. We or have else to move we'll on from Joe and Zach here. I, I do, want, but I do want to. We're plug. gonna come back for Zach, but we need to just move on. But because <laughs> we're talking about it, me and Amber do do drag as Zach and Joe right. in, in the in the show that we're gonna talk about. I've said that I can confidently hold down a conversation with a lot of my idols. I don't know what would happen if Zach Efron can't turn around the corner. I don't. No. And I don't know what would happen if Joe turned around the corner. No. Zac Efron to me doesn't I exist. I want horse blinders on if Zac Efron's about to be up in the vicinity. I, we've met a lot. We've met a lot of our favorite celebrities. Like I would say that we've met a lot of our favorite. Like I met, we met Zach, we met Sebastian Stan three times. I don't know. I forgot. I last count and it's going to make me sick if I talk about it. <laughs> but we've Which met is- a lot of them. We've met a lot of them, but the, but like we never, our our, it, our, our active, baby obsessions yes we never met we 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 were in the same kind of like the baby disney channel obsessions we didn't realize circles. how accessible i feel like society didn't realize how accessible celebrities could be it was before twitter mm-hmm. it was before like social media it was before we knew we had the internet that much really like the internet could could connect us to you can literally go see a sweet life taping for free or right. like you can literally go and wait outside the door to meet miley cyrus sometimes Cause we people because we were in tennessee we didn't have access to it the first celebrity we met was orlando brown and that was only because for some reason he came to a local elementary school to to sign his albums that no one knows mm. about and then we met corbin blue it was like First of all, the because, black ones, because they thought that they wouldn't draw as much of a crowd. And what let's they say they, about they, they that. Draw, what they don't realize is that there are a lot of black people in the damn South. Right. And Most all of, of those them. parents took their black kids to go see Corbin and his dad. And I'm pretty sure his dad is from Mississippi. So big mistake there. Or actually, I think that's right. how they got him down The there. line was down the block. But the, my, around the whole Delta My fair. point is that we never met like Miley, Jonas Brothers, Zac Efron, we never met those people, and so to me, if I see them like in public, if, if I see them in public, that's not them. No, right? That's not it. That even Justin Bieber like lives around a lot of friends' neighborhoods, but like 
even to that extent, like that was my seventh grade obsession. And we ran around the Wolf Chase Galleria uh, looking for him. Oh my God. And when, he was in, when he was in town. When he was in town and we never found I him. I completely forgot about that. There was that. a point where we heard he was at like the guitar center that he was playing drums at the guitar center. And so when we got oh there. Oh my God. We, and we heard, heard someone drums. playing drums and we creeped up to the to the wall because it was like in a different room. And we and we were like, this is it, this is it. He's going to be in the room. He's going to be there. And we turned and it was like some strange man who was not, just, I'm sure he was a normal oh man. Oh my God. I'm literally remembering oh. that. Like I'm like literally, my body is remembering it. it like when we, when we shot the One Direction short right. and I was like, Harry Styles is around the corner. That like I feel it right now. Yeah. No, literally. Because I remember being like, Justin, B- we're we about were like, to see Justin Bieber. It's the drums in the guitar center. Like, well, we, he was probably long gone. High school, I think me and Amber, sep- first of all, me and Amber separated fandoms. Like, we started not really taking community in each other with our fandoms. We, like, I went and went, watched, I went on Tumblr and I watched Doctor Who, Sherlock, Invader Zim. Like, I got into those types of things. And then Amber watched, like, Degrassi. And, like, we had, when One Direction, like, you yes. got, but then, like, <clears throat> then like it took a couple years for us to come back together Mm -hmm. and fandom. And then we would only talk about it with each other, like with the one direction short or like going to comic-con and teen wolf. Wolf. And then when, by the time we got to college, I felt kind of like ashamed, especially about the Disney channel stuff. Because anytime I would, I would talk about like Marvel and stuff. Cause like, Oh, boys think it's cool. Mm -hmm. But if I talked about Disney channel, there was like, it was like people our age weren't ready to like, relish the mm-hmm. in the nostalgia and really just own up and say like i love high school musical and i think that was i think that is like literally where the tiniest generation gap of our two years is because by the time i was like in like sophomore year of college me and my friend group were all or freshman year we were like running around the campus singing like strut every mm-hmm. single time we were on mm-hmm. the way to east commons we well also you State. your friend group though are very freeing your your friend group is like very diverse like your friend group from college has a lot of black girls in it and i had a very we had a very diverse floor we were the only floor with all girls and i was pissed about it when it first happened but then we literally had the greatest time right because i feel like the upside because we were talking about the bad parts of this vortex, which is the literally the Disney vortex that we were in, which is what our show is based off. Mm-hmm. It's an autobiographical music review where we talk about every single thing we just talked about mm-hmm. through song and dance and drag. But like getting out of that vortex f- for me has been not, it's not leaving it all behind. It is relishing in it with other community. Like yeah. it's like, owning up to it and finding the sense of pride and joy in it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could do that in college because you were on an all girls floor. And when you're with all girls, like we were for fucking 15 years at yeah. our all girls school, you can do whatever the hell you want at school. It's like you the, can scream, you, you can faint on the floor. You don't have the pressure of like the, like trying to impress anybody. Impress the male gate. Like, the, like the girls were going buck wild in high school, it was really fun because you just, you had like the block schedule yes. and like so much free time. We would, we would go and secretly into the screening room by the library and like marathon Arrested Development. Oh my God. Marathon Arrested Development during did, study me, halls. My, my, my college floor, we used to go into the seminar room and just kick people out who were studying. We'd be like, oh, we're going to come in here in two hours for a screening. 
non-official. We were like, we're going to be watching uh, yes, My Sister's Keeper. You got to get out. You my studying sister's for, a, keeper. For, uh, for a final. You got to get out at 8 p.m. because um, uh, we'll be rolling in here. Like, just no authorization. And that's like, to do so. I just feel like, because we, okay, we're two years apart. I left Memphis two years before Amber. And, and I, I was sad. I feel like <laughs> when we were separated from each other in college, I was hiding a little bit of my fandom. Like I wasn't like, I wasn't going to be the one to be blasting Jonas Brothers. I wasn't going to be the one to be even be blasting Five mm-hmm. Sauce. Like I mean, but as you- soon as we were together, I was doing that. Right. What are you saying? I was going to say, and then there was a period of time where Amanda stopped playing Fuck, Mary Kill with me. Like we used to play um, <laughs> with our favorite celebrities. She, she stopped playing with me because she was like, I don't know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> she's like I'm just not into that anymore and I was like bitch it's fun I was like trying to deny it's because of the parasocial element of things it's, it's like to get too I was like I toxic. feel crazy and if I want to work in this industry I don't want to feel crazy right I like, had the same I thing, want and so now later, I feel like, like we got to go through the the growing pains mm-hmm. of becoming an adult fangirl and being like look certain parts of my fangirl history are shameful uh-huh. instead of throwing them away. Like the parts that are like, I was mostly into things that white people were into mm-hmm. slash in mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to hide from that shame. I'm going to say that I love high school musical and Hannah Montana while knowing that they highlighted the white people because it was a racist industry and right. mar- racist marketing practices I'm going to also pay homage to Raven Simone and the Cheetah Girls and say that that cre- like created, Raven us. created us. Like, like when I hear, like sometimes I'll say things in the, 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 what's the, what's the thing? I can't think of the word. The inflection. I could not think of the word. The inflection in my voice. I'm like, oh, Raven just jumped out at me. The same mm-hmm. way I would be like, oh, that sounded like my mother or that sounded like my father. Right. Like, I swear I'm like Raven raised us. Raven did raise us. She raised a generation. Yes. I think she knows that. I don't think the world knows that. Like, I think <laughs> I'm going to cry. I think people our age know that any black girl who any, was, who's who our age, with Raven who grew it, up she, with a Raven is like that bitch raised me. We have to talk. Yes. The, we have to talk about this. One time, there were there were there were about five black girls in a room. It was us, <laughs> Amber's roommate Tiana, Amber's other friend from college, Capri, and her cousin Kiva. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, we had never watched the Cheetah Girls with any of these people in the room. I mean, you probably I mean, did. I have with, but- with them in college, but I had never watched. I had never had this many black girls in a room watching Cheetah Girls since Cheetah Girls Two came out, and I was in that hotel birthday like, party. Y'all the know the premiere. hotel birthday parties I'm talking about with your cousins, with your cousins, your older cousins babysitting you, Loki <laughs> being mean as Vicky, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but um, um, okay, so yes, we were all watching it, kind of just being silent, watching the opening the opening and it it just started coming out of us we just Cheetah, started uh, uh, screaming yeah. all the ad libs everybody for party's just begun like and there's a lot of ad libs there's a lot of ad libs people and we were working together as if we were a rehearsed girl group we like taking what whatever whatever bit somebody the one yeah. didn't pick up and we were it was dancing genuinely beautiful i think i have a video the of it just begun. Like, yes i'm sorry it was magical it and was that so is spiritual that is what i mean is that that's the magic of fandom because and that's why i want to have sing-along parties okay because also sorry we had a sing-along party to launch this podcast and it was one of the greatest nights of my life because 
we were singing See You Again by Miley Cyrus, Seven Things, Selena Gomez. I got up there and I sang Doja Cat too. One Direction. Like I I love the 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 complexity and the duality of the fact that we can have these Beyonce. things that raised us, but then also the things that are still raising us now. Because there are still people that are influencing me. Like I would say just as much as Raven influenced me when I was little, Mm -hmm. but I'm less um, impressionable. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have higher standards Mm -hmm. and I also am not being parasocial with these people. Like it's just like out of, out of respect. You're like, I really respect what they're doing. Like, like I, I, I listen to a Beyonce obsessively, Mm -hmm. but I'm not obsessed with her. Like I don't need to know everything about her. I don't need to know where she is. I no longer need to know every fact about a person to, appreciate the art that they put out like i think that right was a very say toxic- that again <laughs> i think do you want me to actually say, it, say again? it again i no longer need to know every single fact about a person to respect their art and what they're exactly. releasing exactly like i feel like that like it was it was i think we were raised to be like if you don't know everything about this person there's no way that you then like you're a bad the fan. The way, the, as much as you say, you then don't you're, know. You're not their number one fan. You don't know what the time qu- they were born. The qualities of being a number one fan. No everything. Mania. Literally lose your fucking mind over them or lose you don't it. care. Or you, was, don't care. <laughs> you don't care. If you don't live and breathe this person, you don't give a shit about them. And you're lying. <laughs> it's literally the extreme of like, oh, you like this band named three songs. It yes, was exactly. More than that. It was oh, you exactly. like this band? Name, life. name the hospital they were born at. You like this band, like, don't do anything What is their father's of middle the name? Like, uh, it's just a breath of fresh air to be able to live in our truth as fangirls like and being cult. passionate about something and being passionate about the art that somebody creates without having to track them down, mm-hmm. without having to know every single update about them, follow update accounts without having to, like, it was also stressful. It was. It, it felt is. like you were studying for a history test. Right. Yeah. Honestly, it did get to be that that exhausting and also kind of addicting because I remember when One Direction started like being seen less in the media, like like around 2014 because they were like off tour or whatever. They were resting like people with jobs who needed a break, and so they weren't in the media. I pivoted immediately to Five Seam Summer and started obsessively learning about what they were doing on their press media tours because you just had to fill I just that hole. Something like I was just like I didn't like. Y'all, if you relate to anything that we have said on this episode, I would highly recommend coming to see our show Disney Vortex at the Elysian Theater if you're in LA. I agree. We I second that recommendation. It's like literally a party. <laughs> we 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 encourage the audience to sing along with us. Yes. Like scream it out. It's like a musical review with Disney Channel songs from Raven, Cheetah Have- Girls, High School Musical, Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers. And we're playing ourselves mm-hmm. at every age. Yes. We do drag. We dance, sing. We like, have a fanatic release of just chaotic energy our parents are in it our yes and we have family in it it's a heartwarming show and it it really was healing to work on it's healing to work on now as we're making edits and we have a kickstarter going as well so if you would like to donate we're just gonna try to reach those stretch goals and give you the best fucking show imaginable right like and this is just the beginning i'm gonna put i'm also gonna put the poster up on the screen because the poster fucking rocks thanks I, sam k I wanna shout s- out sam k shout out sam k sam k is a genius anybody can relate you don't have to be black 
No, you, you just can have, be, you can be, we're talking about queer things. We're talking about being a misfit and we're talking about being an outsider in any way and how releasing yourself into fandom can be maybe the cure that you need. And also some of the poison. Yeah. It's a cure mixed with poison. And we're talking about all of it in Disney vortex mm. break out of that vortex. And once again, y'all keep it chaotic. Keep it chaotic. This has been Fangirl Central. I'm Amber. I'm Amanda. Follow us. At fangirl.central. My handle is Amber L. Miller. And mine is Amanda Lane Miller. Yes, we have the same initials. Everybody on our dad's side of the family, in fact. So thank you all for listening. (laughs) And links to tickets to Disney Vortex are in our bio, bitch. We'll see y'all there. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.